So it is um, 98 degrees here today. What the? It is so hot, and it's only May, so I'm not turning the air conditioner on. I am it's not. 39 here. Oh, man. And it's going to be 23 overnight. Jesus. Tomorrow we have a high of 37. Wow. So our um our weather is equally miserable. It's pretty. It's all pretty pretty goddamn stupid. And you know There's I. Uh, reason for it to be close to a hundred here in May. No. Like June is our cool month. Fucking world is ending. On that note, I guess we should just uh, start this this uh, podcast here. All right. Well, hello, listener. Welcome to your new sixteenth favorite podcast. Right behind. Jimmy Takes Too Many Edibles, it's Destroy the Files with Kate and Brent, a podcast we should probably delete shortly after recording, and where the only limit is your imagination. Hi, I'm Kate, writer, editor, aspiring oligarch. And I'm Brent, story writer, beer enjoyer, taunter of Kate's dogs. If you were at work, a child, a child at work, a member of the Dutch Illuminati, a member of the Amish Mafia, a cop who's too old for this shit, or my own dear sweet mother, it is not recommended that you listen to this fucking podcast. So I guess you can hear my dogs barking in the background there, huh? No, I, what? <laughs> yeah, there's nothing I can do. I can't, um, I can't smother them because I love them. Yeah, you they do. Shut the hell up. Well, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by Granny Chuck's Old Time Marmalade. When you're itching for the freshest preserves money can buy, get yourself a big old jar of Granny Chuck's. Don't forget to wipe your feet, and oh heavens, wash those hands before you sit down at Granny's table. Now you can spread a big dollop of marmalade on your toast. Granny Chuck will be right over here, watching, always watching. Granny Chuck sees everything. Granny Chuck knows your lies. That's Granny Chuck's Old Time Marmalade. Mmm, mmm, yummy. Welcome, Granny. I have had some Granny Chuck's Marmalade, and it is every bit as equally as as delicious as it is unnerving watching Granny, you know, looking over and there's Granny Chuck just staring, <laughs> sharpening that knife. But the, it's good marmalade, I gotta say. I got this thing for you. So an old guy and a hedgehog walk into a mask factory and neither one of them is wearing a mask. Okay. So the bartender says, live or let die. And then the hedgehog says, poker, I hardly knew her. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, you hear me right where I live with that one. <laughs> Kate, what's a job you had? Oh, I've had many. Um, why do you ask? What's a job where where uh would have been the most conducive to getting away with murder? Um I once installed insulation into ceilings with mm-hmm. a, a blow hopper. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that. Yeah, you could have probably um like uh, sprayed a chopped up body through that hopper. I think oh, I could have gotten away with murder that way. Okay. How when, about you? when I was in college, uh, there was a foundry in my town, and uh, that summer I started working at the Swiss Miss Pudding Cup Factory, <laughs> and I wasn't making a ton of money. 
all the pudding you could eat, grab it off the line and just squeeze a fresh warm, you know, cup of pudding in your mouth, throw it in the garbage. It sounded great. I wasn't making any fucking money. But so I add in the paper, the foundry was hiring. So I said, you know, that's, that's a decent, decent amount of money more than I'm making here at the pudding cup shop. So I took a job at the foundry and my first week working at the foundry, a gentleman who ran the furnace to melt the iron. Um, yeah, old Rodney, he, 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 I was asking him some questions about the furnace. He went on to tell me if you needed to get rid of a body, this would be where you would do it. Um, yeah, we just put them in there with a bunch of iron and they'd just, they'd just be, you know, some crud that we'd slag off the top of the iron after, after a few minutes. And, and he, so he's like, so if you ever, if you ever need that, you know, I got a key to this place because I got to come in here at, at 3.30 every morning and open up. So he was a Vietnam vet. And I just, just the more I talked to him about it, like he really wanted me to know that, like, you know, hey, you, you, you can call, you can call your, call Rodney for this, you know, anytime, day or night, you get a hold of your buddy Rodney, we can get rid of a body for you. He's like, is this a fucking thing at this boundary (laughs) this is like everybody's first day on the job it's like hey just want to let you know okay the bathroom's over there you're gonna want to wear these kind of boots and you know if you need to get rid of a body you talk to rodney and you know over here's where uh, you're gonna keep your uh your clean clothes whatever so it was the dirtiest job i've ever had oh yeah uh, I, um, I'll, I'll bet that the foundry job you had is closely tied with the insulation job I had because I would go like after a weekend of not working and um, I would still have prickly glass in my arms mm-hmm. so that when I would like meet family members and hug them, they would complain that I made them itchy. <laughs> that was fun. Well, we should, we should let Eddie... Eddie Generous know that that maybe that's a trick he could he could use is get some fiberglass and rub it on his arms and people you know it only takes one hug and then people will be like yeah uh, that, that's that's enough hugs out of, out of out of you Eddie after about two weeks you don't even feel the fiberglass in your skin you're just like a porcupine just giving it to other people yeah I had I did have to work with some fiberglass. I got hired at this factory that was moving to a new facility across town. So my job was to get the new facility ready, me and a small group of people over there. And well, there is some, some funny uh, shenanigans that happened out there. I'll tell you, but when we, when we were doing the insulation phase, yeah, I would, um, I would end up covered with it and just, just like side this girlfriend and uh, she's like, Oh, stop, stop by and visit me after work. And I'd stop by and visit and I'd be like, I, well, I don't want to touch you. I don't want to come in your house. Uh, are you making me come in your house? Okay, I don't want to move a lot because I'm just going to shake off a big cloud of fiberglass on your on your carpet here. So, you know, just kind of a nice salute and I'll see you, see you sometime when I'm not covered in this shit. That was when, the job where I got to see the aftermath of a guy spear the bottom portion of a 60-gallon drum of industrial adhesive. When it was still on the truck, and so I think he, I think he got through a couple with with the bottom with the forklift, and oh, so yeah, that that kind of got for you. Yeah, it got glue everywhere. He was 
very angry. He was so angry that he just stormed off and went home to clean up, leaving all of us motherfuckers to, to clean up the, 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 the truck and the, the forklift and the loading bay. And, mm. You son of a bitch. There is no way to get that off, huh? Well, it's pretty heavy-duty stuff. <laughs> but it was, it was kind of interesting to to work. I was like like poking it with a stick and making like weird faces in it and stuff. And like, hey, come on, man, can you just clean it up? We want to go home today. Like, ah, whatever. And that was where I learned how to operate a scissor lift fully extended all the way up, and you want to drive it forward because I mean you can't go down. And then move it ahead six feet and then go back up when you're working on the sprinkler system. So you got to move it when it's all the way up. And sometimes, you know, the next thing is way over there. And like, at first, it's really, it's really harrowing to be on, you know, a fully extended scissor lift. Scissor lift. Yeah. I, I've never yeah. driven one because they don't let girls drive them. God damn it. As they shouldn't. Your, your gender is completely unreliable. And so I would have to take down the big cans when I worked in a canning factory from, oh, way up high. Mm. And they'd put me in the scissor lift and lift me up there. And sometimes they'd leave me up there. And I didn't think it was as funny as they thought it was. Oh, yeah. No, it was not four hours later. Interestingly, the summer that I was working at that factory, getting that set up and, and stuff, that was 1997. Mm. That... 1997 is the year that the Prodigy released The Fat of the Land, one of the greatest albums of all time, a true front to backer. Between that and... What's your favorite song? Oh, man. Sing a little... Do you have a guitar to accompany yourself? I think I like Narayan. Yeah. Um, that, That is certainly... Like a minefields comes to mind. I it. How do you pick a favorite? You know, mm-hmm. how do you pick a pick a favorite star in the sky or a favorite blister on the fat guy's back of the fat guy's neck that's sitting in front of you on the bus? You can't. They're all they're all magical in their own way. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that was my summer. I would get get out of work at the at the factory set up and just cruise for a little bit with some prodigy or. That was the year I kind of discovered uh, Sublime, so I had Sublime's debut, well, their Sublime album, you know. Nice. I had that one cranking. So between those two, yeah, I was was good to go. Mm. So Murder Wasps, what do you think? Well, I (laughs) I have been looking at some Murder Wasp stuff. Uh, Murder Hornet. Oh, right. They, um... They're in the Vespa um, family. Is it family? Yeah. Vespa Day. Yeah. So and they are related to the wasp, which I'll get to um, in a minute. But I, I've, I've been doing my homework on, on these delightful creatures because, you know. The second I, th- I saw that article or that announcement, I thought of you. Yeah, I know you do love a wasp. You know, the the second I I saw that uh, headline, I was like, "Fuck, this is going on the podcast." And now it's been everything, all anybody's been talking about since. Yeah, I do have a little bit of a different take from most people on on the murder hornet. First of all, I just want to be the first to tell these uh, these new creatures welcome to the United States. 
I'll let our new friends know how much we appreciate them making their new homes in our land. And so I actually put together a couple lists. The first is five things that I appreciate about the murder hornets. Oh, my. Yeah. So I guess your story of the week. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Oh, man. I'm good at this. A lot of people have seen the praying mantis, you know, eating the, the head of the of the murder hornet. Well, see, they, the, that hornet, that specimen kept trying to, to sting and kill that praying mantis even after its head had been eaten. I respect that. That's, um, that's some stick-itiveness that you don't see enough of today. Right. The next thing that I appreciate about them is that the colonies are ran by a powerful female. Uh-huh. I I'm As envisioning you should be it should be and I'm envisioning a Helen Murrin type figure. Um, <laughs> am I in love with Helen Murrin? I, I don't know. I mean, who's not in love with Helen Murrin? I Sociopaths. Am. Sociopaths are not in love with Helen Murrin, but everybody else is. I believe her name is Murrin. Well, I I agree to disagree with that. Um, I'm gonna have to do some double checking. I've always just pronounced it Murrin because. Oh. Because um, you could be wrong. But they never call her that in her movies. They always no. call her, you know, the, the, like different, you know, names of the character or whatever. So how the fuck would I know? Uh, oh, Helen. My next thing that I, I appreciate about them is Vespa amino acid mixture. A nutritional... Like scooter? Huh? Is that Vespa like the scooter? It was well, sort of, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Vespa, like like wasp sort of. Um, oh, is that what that means? I, yeah. I think I think so, but oh. close to it. But so uh, Vespa amino acid mixture is a nutritional supplement consisting of larval saliva sold with the intent of improving endurance during exercise. Now, does the spit of baby murder hornets really help you shave four seconds off your marathon time? I don't know, probably. Uh, Worth a try, right? Yeah, fuck can't be losing to Kenya every every year. So the next thing I appreciate is the adult hornets can only drink the juices of their victims. They cannot eat the solid material. But what they can do is chew their prey into a paste and then regurgitate it or spit it out or whatever for their larvae. So right there, we see these misunderstood creatures are actually nurturing caregivers. I wish I could have done that as a parent. You could have. You still can. Not too Hi, coming over. Get you'll never guess what I mean. <laughs> I hope you're hungry. <laughs> so uh, the last thing I appreciate about them is apparently their sting feels like a hot nail being driven into your skin, and that's exactly what I wanted my sting to feel like if I ever got the ability to sting shit. I feel like we're kind of kindred. You know, in that sense, I don't want to interact with them like, you know, stuff because because as everybody knows, I detest the vile sting of a bee. I'll go apeshit. But, you know, I can appreciate them from afar. Hmm. So do you think that they may be um, the ones to take over the planet once the rest of us uh, succumb? I, you know, maybe they'll come up with some kind of a, a alliance with the octopi. I'd like the octopi to, to, to yeah, come into power. Yeah, they're a good one. Or maybe the raccoon. They already have the thumbs. Full thumbs. I think that's all you need to lead is like opposable thumbs. 
and the ability to make tools, right? Yeah, to be a to be a murder hornet on the wall after you know, after humanity's extinct and see what happens next. That's all I want. But I I also came up with five things that I think the murder hornets will appreciate about our great nation. Oh, all right. So um, top of the list, obesity in the U.S. means you know it's, it's, it's a problem to, for us. It's not a problem for them. It's easy pickings for hornets bent on murder. Oh, can't run. You cannot run if you're too obese. No. Run a little ways, even with that powerful. That we got the got the ass muscle. Right, and but, even scooters can go you know a little bit. Yeah, but um, all, all them hornets say they'll get you. Number two, Americans won't stay inside for this shit. Uh-huh. Stay, you know, stay inside, or you get a disease where you, you know, you might, you might drown in your own snot. You know, you know, all by yourself, like in a in a weird medical tent. If you're like, fuck it, I'm I'm going out. I want to see. I want to go to the movies. Damn it. And so um, yeah, they probably won't stay out. Stay stay in for something called murder hornets. You know, there, there could be murder hornet tornadoes, which I've I've come to call murder hornadoes. <laughs> I'm rolling that out. Murder hornadoes. That's mine. People are gonna go so, to that. They're gonna go watch them. Hey, there's a murder hornado coming coming over over the hill. Oh geez, a third of this country will put on their tactical paintball vests that they got at Walmart and go try to fuck it. And I think the 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 next thing that, that the murder hornets will appreciate about our country is is the hippies who want to be one with the murder hornet. Just live with a man and let them live in your dread live in their their not their dreadlocks. <laughs> dreadlocks are fine with me. Live in their beard and their hair and their clothes and shit. And like, man, you can't own property, man. It belongs to the murder hornets, man. I hope our one listener wasn't a dirty hippie. Uh, no, of course. Uh, the fourth thing that I think they'll appreciate is, well, they all look skinny as hell. You, you know, not it's a it's little wasp waists. Yeah, not a not. I was a fat on any of them. Well, they're in for a treat because we throw out almost as much fast food as we eat in this country. So it's going to be good eating for a murder hornet and gets uh, staked out next to a McDonald's dumpster or something. Just be careful of the diabetes. <laughs> I went there. I did it. Um, the, the, the final thing on my list of things that I think the murder hornets will appreciate about this great nation of ours. I think they're going to like, they, I think they like flowers. What a better place to spend some time with some flowers than the Rose Garden at the White House in Washington, D.C. It's one of the most beautiful places, beautiful flower uh, gardens in, in the whole country. And I think any insect visiting from, uh, you know, moving to this country or visiting, if they're immigrant uh, murder hornets, you just have to see it at least once. But make, make a family trip because I, you're not going to get coronavirus. It hasn't leapt to, to murder hornet yet, as far as as far as I know. Uh, but there is one thing that I would like to say. It's not all peaches and cream. I don't have a 100% fresh rating on these hornets just yet, because if the murder hornets want to remain friends, I'm going to have to insist very strongly that they see saw murder of honeybees and uh, pollinators, because that shit's just not cool. They've got to, yeah. We need our avocados. Got to have our avocados. Got to have Lemon. our strawberries. Yeah. Yeah. Um, cashews. The honeybees. Do, do cashews so have flowers? A cashew growing, it is 
seriously creepy looking thing. Because hmm. the way they grow is not the way you eat them. They look completely different. Hmm. I was very surprised by them when I saw one. The the last thing I'm going to get to on the horn is and you're going to be like, oh, I knew he was going to go there as soon as they're related to wasps. Obviously, <laughs> everybody knows that. Uh, just goes without saying. But now in the wasp genus, Megahrissa, the females have a long, slender appendage, several inches long, that is used to drill into the wood of tree trunks. Oh, man, I one of those. Yeah, you do. I uh, do. These, these species are parasitic in the larval stage on the larvae of horntail wasps, hence the, the egg must be deposited directly into the host body as it is feeding. So the 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 ovipositor of the wasp that it's using to, to bore into the into the wood. You see. Brands. Um, it's the longest egg egg laying organ known among biologists. Just saying. We've had this talk. So what do you want to talk about now? <laughs> <laughs> Yuck! That is gross. I don't want to talk about that. Oh, well, it wasn't gross a second ago when you said, oh, I want that. No, I want... <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> if I was overpositing, I think it'd be fine. Oh, uh, okay. All right. Maybe it's just me. Huh. <laughs> I shouldn't have shared that, I'm guessing. So what's been on my mind? Just last week, the Defense Department released footage of an alien aircraft. Did you see it? I did. They were always like, who gives a shit? Fucking aliens, whatever. Right? Because now all science fiction that we've ever read is just going to come true. Just from now on, that's how it is. So in this video, there shows objects hurtling through the sky and one is rotating against the wind, and pilots were saying things like it seemed to defy the laws of physics. And I read somewhere there's a Pentagon program to study metal alloys that were recovered from this thing. The old Senate Majority Leader, Harry Reid, uh, wanted to get some money to do some more research because, you know, Democrats, all they ever want to do is spend the money. But Jesus, you got sky ships and metal nobody's ever seen before. It seems like it'd be okay to spend a little money already. <laughs> right? I mean, that stuff might be good for something. Obviously, there are aliens among us and um, also Neanderthals. Because I have met them. Honest to freaking God, I have met them. And I know you have too. Because you look under a bridge sometimes and there's that guy with the ridge. And, but you know, that's another story. Oh, they're nice though. I've always found them to be charming. The Neanderthals, yeah. Yeah. Not, not super bright, but, you know, genuine. Right, you know? but I am absolutely sure I've met some. But I think the aliens also live among us. In fact, um, a while ago, I lived in a little apartment on the edge of a neighborhood in L.A. called uh, Slagtown. And it was kind of dumpy with uh, lots of folks hanging around in the street drinking sour milk, you know, like they do the aliens. And there was this corner store run by, well, aliens. And they were the legal type, though. Like 
absolutely legal, had their papers, the whole business. So um, I was in the store getting some tomato juice, uh, tomato, not clam, because even though they look the same, they are Clam juice is not uh, analog for tomato juice. I heard and, a little splash of clamato uh, of uh, Tabasco in your clamato Bloody Mary makes it. Mm. Well, Who the fuck squeezes a clam anyway? <laughs> but and while I was in there, there were two guys in long coats that came in with Antifa masks, which is what we call masks now. And they run in and demand that the store owner hand over all the cash. But this guy won't do it. Like, he's a badass alien. He's, you know, going to stand up and save his money in his little store. And the guy in the coat shoots him right in the neck. And his wife is all screaming and runs to the back so they can't shoot her. And I was hiding by the uh, canned tuna and the beans there was five dollars for four cans of refried beans, so like pretty good price, oh, even for yeah, not bad. And I see through the window this cop car drove up, and they're pulling on their bulletproof jackets. One of them looks alien, you know. You can tell he looks oh. alien. You don't see that very often in the police force, or you know, ever. But anyway, in just a second, the cops rush in and they tell the guys to drop their weapons. And the one guy does it, but the other ones start shooting. And I'm hunkering down there by the refried beans. And uh, the, cops release, uh, the cops release a hail of bullets. And a hail of bullets is like a, a murder of crows. It's mm. what a collection of bullets. So they released a lot of bullets at that guy. So the cop hits the guy, but he doesn't go down because they only got him in one of his hearts. And uh, the alien cop fires again because he knows where to aim because he's alien too. And they get him in his other heart. Phew, right? Yeah. I don't live in LA. Right? And today's lesson is the same as last week's lesson, which is Clamato is no substitute for tomato juice. And also, all hail our alien overlords. Yeah. Yeah, hail. I've, I've often said, hey, aliens, I, I, whatever you need. Whatever you need. This portion of the podcast is brought to you by a giant pile of cocaine. When the world has got you drained and you can barely leave your bed, your family's completely insane, and your brain really needs a friend, pop open a big old bottle of champagne and toast a giant pile of cocaine. Yes, a giant pile of cocaine. The only friend your sexy ass needs. Welcome <laughs> welcome to the sponsor stable, giant pile. Welcome. I love cocaine. I love cocaine, and I think we should open a restaurant. Can it, can it be cocaine? Best restaurant ever. <laughs> we could it'll be 24 hours we can work it all day all night it'll be open all the time everyone will eat there we'll put fucking cocaine in everything i remember um conan o'brien they had the coked up werewolf he was my favorite well i always loved when when the coked up werewolf came out i also really loved when conan and andy richter would have their staring contests they hit me right where i live i've got 
bust up laughing every time. I, I'm not sure I've ever seen that. I may have to look that up on the YouTubes. Yeah, so, uh, brand new segment that I like to call People Who Should Be Forced to Dig Their Own Graves at Gunpoint. Oh, man. I like this one. Uh, all right, I'm getting a look. So, um, And here we go. Starting with uh, right at the... Okay, I'm getting a note here. <laughs> I'm very sorry. Yep. Our legal expert has just passed me a note insisting that I do not read my list of people who should be forced to dig their own graves at gunpoint. I guess instead let's just all close our eyes for a moment and imagine those fuckers dirty and bloody from being dragged behind a car, sobbing and begging in the beam of headlights as they dig, you know. Oh, no, come on. Just, oh, you know, Whatever you want, I've got money. And clearly they do not know how to properly operate a shovel, you know. There's like, oh, it's all arms. Like, what the fuck are you doing? There's like the flat part of there. You're supposed to take your foot and put it on there and push it down in the fucking dirt. It's your first time, you know. But they'll they'll figure it out, you know, by the end. And then, uh, okay. Yep. According to this fresh note from our legal expert, whoever was holding them at gunpoint and making their them dig their own graves. Uh, oh, let's them go. Yes, they apparently go free, according to this note, and the people with the guns turn themselves in. It's a happy ending. Nobody gets interrogated by any federal agents at the end of the day, and I bet everyone learns a lesson. They all become best friends. You know, maybe we should make uh, people who should be forced to dig their own graves at gunpoint a recurring segment. Should we? Okay, I'm getting another note here. <laughs> no. Okay, our legal expert is telling me we are already pushing our luck with this one. So, okay. Um, well, let's just say that you know they're it's they're a thought crime because nobody can read our thoughts. What we could do is imagine a list of people that we would like to see dig their own graves. Not that we would ever make them do it. That's why, at the beginning of the podcast, we say, and the only limit is your imagination. That's exactly what we're talking about. Right. Oh, boy, let's just close our eyes and imagine them digging. Oh, I've got money. I can pay you. that for so long. (laughs) I said dig. You fucking dig. (laughs) <laughs> and they dig. Their hands are bleeding. Their blisters are popped open. Ah, oh, boy. Good times. I imagination. I do too. Did you ever? Did you ever go for a fall for an internet scam? I don't believe I did. I'm a little. Um, I don't know. I don't like people enough to really fall for them on the internet. Well, there, there's all kinds. There's all kinds and. The other day, I was on I was on the internet. I was scrolling on Facebook, and my kid's been wanting a Lego X-wing. Yeah, I really want him to have it, but it's ninety dollars. He's been saving up his birthday money, and he just wants to spend it on that. And he's almost there. I'm like, oh man, he's just gonna gonna blow ninety bucks on a on a on a Lego, and then he's just gonna put it up, put it together, and he's gonna like set it there. And it's it's like, damn, this is gonna be ninety bucks gone. Well, I'm scrolling on Facebook at work. Instead of doing my job, you know. Right, and, as you do. As you do. And um, I see this this ad. 
it's just oh oh flash sale on these Legos and there's a picture of a fucking Lego X Wing. Yeah. Thanks oh thanks for it's thirty bucks. <sighs> right? So I click on over. I'm like just for giggles, I just want to see. Because it doesn't say the price right there. You gotta click over and find out the price. Thirty bucks. And they also have a Lego Millennium Falcon. Oh, how much for that? Thirty bucks. I'm like, I'm like, fuck! I can't enter my information fast enough. But I'm like, I'm no idiot. I'm not gonna use my credit card. I'm gonna use PayPal. I enter all my shipping information, pay it with PayPal, and as soon as I I get get it entered, I'm not getting any kind of a confirmation email or anything. I'm like, fuck! I just got scammed over the table. Hard with no lube. Close my browser, open a fresh browser, go to PayPal, change my password, go into my email. Nothing. I like. I gotta open a ticket with PayPal. I just got scammed hard. I gotta tell them I got scammed, and I want I want my money back. Tell them to reverse charge, whatever you know. See if something can be done. I message them, and they're like, Yeah, well, we're looking into it. Wow, they knew. And well, they you know they said, Well, we'll we'll take a look at it. You know, I just I I didn't get charged shipping. I didn't get charged sales tax. This oh. is super fucking sketchy. I got to get my money back and hope that I don't just get identity thefted out of this. And then the other day I got a, a, a email from from uh, the Chinese characters that are the name of the company. And it's on its way? It's on its way. <laughs> oh, man. So my... It's my, so awesome. I'm telling my wife, I'm like, like hey... You know, I'm like, here, here, I send her the link. I'm like, here, you got to buy this. She's like, uh, I'm not buying that. It's, it's not Lego, but they, their, like, thing on their website links to, to the official Lego site. It's like, yeah. <laughs> she's like, this looks super sketchy. It's like at home. And she's like, she's like, you didn't order that, did you? I'm like, no. No, I'm not falling for that shit. And I'm just like, got my fingers crossed behind my back, hoping that I'm going to get my money back out of it. So now there's apparently... A Lego X-Wing and Millennium Falcon on their way to my house from China. But I only have to explain, like, well, yeah, I I did order it. But then I tried not to order it. And that's what I told you, that I didn't. And now it's here, and then I'm not dead. Now my kid can, can give me all his money. <laughs> You're taking your kid's money for that. Well, I got it. Yeah, that's what he was saving up for. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna fucking pay me. You know, I'm the one taking all the risk here. This is this is my identity they're about to steal. Should probably pay me full price for the risk I just took. And we'll see if it actually arrives. You know, I'm gonna have to. That from China is awesome. Except it's usually like seven sizes too small in clothing. If we had what? any uh, gumption, we'd be out there making people dig their own graves. I don't know where where I I heard this notion, or if I came up with it. I have no idea, but I, I, it probably it was probably somebody else. Um, but it's something I think about a lot. There should be a working guillotine in front of the White House and in front of Congress. Right. Holy shit! Yes, right there. And and it should like it should be part of the the government's job to make sure that that guillotine well-oiled. is well-oiled and sharp. Well, it doesn't have to be fucking sharp. It just has to be, you know. And Do you know why the guillotine was invented? The 
guy's arm was getting tired from swinging that heavy axe. I don't know. Go ahead. Before the um, the guillotine was invented, people were beheaded with a guy with a sword. Mm. Very few of the sword slicers were strong enough to get all the way through a neck in one hack. Mm. So on many occasions, often with like um, wealthy aristocracy, they would um, give them a whack. And then the people would get all excited and start running. And then the swordsmen would chase and they would be whacking and they would miss the neck. And there would be like hacking people up all over the platform in front of the whole city. And um, it would sometimes take up to an hour to um, whack the person to death in various locations throughout their body. So that what somebody said, whoa, we need to uh, simplify this process. Gotta make it dummy, dummy proof. Entertainment for people because they did not have movies back then. Right. But you can't get the whole populace too excited over like too much um, whacking and hacking. Well, if they're going to be running up there, yeah, people are going to get cut. You know, younger people too, because like, you know, somebody in there. 40s or 50s is content to just stand back and watch the beheading from over here. And it's like, ah, all you young folks can run up there, you know, not run chasing through the crowd. Come on. So it's hey, hold them so, down. So, so you're there and you're, you're watching the beheading and all of a sudden you're 15 year old who's got his whole life in front of him. He runs up there, thinks he's going to be the first one to grab the severed head. I was like, whoop, flap. What's he got? Oh, now he's missing. You know, now he can't use his arm because he got it like nerve damage or something. It's true. Back in uh, the olden times, they did not really uh, know about bacteria. And yeah. a, a cut could uh, do you in. As well, it should. That's why nobody shaved back then. Right. Uh, dentistry was like a death sentence. <laughs> well, this portion of the podcast is brought to you by a dirty stuffed panda you can't get rid of. You can try giving it away. You can try sinking it in the lake. You can try burning it, burying it, chopping it to pieces. A dirty stuffed panda you can't get rid of will always show up in the corner of your room, those eyes so black and empty. How does it keep keep coming back? How does it know what you did? That's a dirty stuffed panda you can't get rid of, coming soon from Angry Gypsy Toys. Well, they do make some cool stuff. I'll bet. So, do we have any mail in our mailbag? I was, I was hoping that we were going to get some letters this week. No, all, all, all I got was some notifications that um, certain bills are long past <laughs> due, and we're gonna, oh, we're gonna press, you know, we're gonna, we're gonna litigate or whatever the hell. Yeah, I, yeah. Good luck. You know, I don't know how much, what percentage of zero you think you're gonna get, get walk away with, but yeah, I'm sure you get a big settlement. So, um, I've gotten, um. An email recently from the M&M's Corporation, the maker of the delicious candy. And they would like me to know that they, too, are, are supporting me and with me in these trying times. Why? Just why? I love an M&M. I do not need to know their position on the um, the old uh, Corona, I just don't don't get it. I hear a lot of. Oh, I, uh, I don't interact with a lot of people. 
with some of the people that I do interact with at my job, or there's been there's been a little bit of grumbling about just reopen it. We got to get this economy going. And so, oh, you have those guys. I'm so glad that we are going to be the country of California soon and just lock down our fucking borders. <laughs> All right, you can come over. You can come over before we lock it down, but it's going to happen if people keep this shit up. Seriously, honest to God. Wisconsinfornia. Wisconsinfornia. I like it. <laughs> Would I like to, to book an appointment to get, get a massage? Yes, I would. Would I like my jujitsu gym to, to open back up so I can um, stop dreaming about choking people and choke people for real? Yes, I would. But I also... Um, you don't want don't... your grandma to die for it. My in-laws are, are in their 80s. Um, my parents are in their 60s. I don't want any of them to, to get sick and drown in their own snot. So, no, I'm... I've already done this for a month. Why give up a whole month of work? Because you really want a haircut or whatever. Just I, another two weeks and it'll all be over. Just breathe. I understand the people who, who go to the state capitol and they're like protesting and waving signs around. That's what you think. That's what you think. But what I don't understand is why do you have ski mask? and a Confederate flag and an AR-15 with your Walmart paintball tactical vest. What the right. fuck? <laughs> that, that happened in your state, huh? It kind of happened in my state, too. So we have that in common. You seen mm. anything good on the on the TV lately? Matthew is watching... Um, well, Matthew and I together are watching Westworld Season 3, and I'm finding it um, heavy with info dumps and explainy scenes, so I'm really hating it every minute of that fucking thing. And I keep falling asleep, and he'll wake me up to watch it. So um, there's that. I no, no, I love Westworld. The first two seasons were amazing, and I guess they got new writers season three. I think they got the wrong new writers. I've been watching that, too. And, right? and season three, it's it's just, just a lot of... My wife will ask me a question like, why would they blah, 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 blah? I'm like, they wouldn't. They wouldn't. You know they wouldn't. What, why are you asking? It's a rhetorical yeah. fucking question. Don't ask me shit. You know, I'm, I'm just trying to get through this episode. So um, I don't know if we're going to finish the rest of the season, but... Oh, great. Oh, when man. Jesse Pinkman's all fucked up on drugs and Marshawn Lynch runs up and he's like, oh, I, I can see you're on, you're on that... Genre. Right, like, we don't know. How wait? How the fuck can you tell he he's on genre? Because your ass just walked up. Like careful of that final, you know, careful of that last act or whatever. And he's like, no, you don't know that. You just walked over and saw him standing looking around with his fucking eyes open. Yeah, you know, a cool shirt that that like lights up your mood and everything. We you know we all everybody loves that. But yeah, the the first season, dynamite. The second season. Okay, okay, a lot going on, crazy stuff. The third season, they shouldn't call it, you can't call it Westworld anymore. Westworld's fucking done. There's, there is no more Westworld. It's just Dolores running around. And yeah, I think there's supposed to be some like big reveals. They're supposed to be surprising and stuff. And I'm just sitting there watching the TV and like, yep, that's fine. I want this character to dig their own grave, you know, at gunpoint, you know. Like, yeah, so somebody... not the only one who feels this way. Wait till Ed Harris drags your ass back to Westworld and 
gives a handsy her shovel. <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to make it. <laughs> like, I am really struggling to get through this. Because, you know, I'm a supportive spouse. Trying to enjoy it along in, with the family. I started watching Ozark. Oh. Pretty good. Yeah? Pretty good. We're, we're right on, uh, we're ha- halfway through uh, the finale of season one. Had to had to stop because my this guy that I launder money for showed up and I was like, uh, all right, well, <laughs> when he shows up, I I drop what I'm doing. What we do in the shadows. Oh fuck yeah! I just want to be those people. I just want to live in their world, hang out with them every day. I love them it's, so much. The character that I thought that that I was just just gonna hate, like when they kind of introduced him, I was like rolling my eyes. The energy vampire guy. Yeah, I love him so much. Yeah, <laughs> the, yeah he's just great. The eyes he makes when he gets a chance—that's the best. <laughs> the movie, I was dying watching that when they were having like the little the little flatmates meeting and stuff, and just like all of a sudden like it escalates to, <laughs> and then they're flying at each other and. I just never thought the show could possibly be as good as the movie. Same. They do that. And it is. It's every bit as good. Yeah, that Taika Waititi, everything he touches. Although I did not see, was it Jojo the Rabbit or whatever? Yeah, I, I skipped that one. I should maybe try. You go first. You let me know what you think. And then uh, if you like it, I'll watch it. Well, I don't know. It could be a while because cause I have my... To be watched pile is is quite tall, almost mm. as tall as my to read book pile. But the one movie that I watched recently that I absolutely loved and want to watch uh, over and over again is The Lighthouse. Yes. <laughs> Willem Dafoe's little his his sea curse speech. Hark! You know, oh god, I had to back it up and watch that again. And yeah, I just I then I went on the internet. I found a transcript of it, copied it. It's on my desktop. I want to just memorize that and just just be able to drop it on people. But I don't know anybody that would sit through through a whole sea curse, you know. <laughs> even my even my mother, who's very patient with me, would she would probably just be all right. I'm I'm gonna go in the other room while you finish this up. No, but ah. So who knew that guy from the um. From the sparkly vampire thing was going to be good. Well, he he's been amazing. It was good, but I mean, remember that he was he was in uh, one of them Harry Potter movies too with the the was maze it? or whatever. Yeah, he he was. Uh, if I were going to cast that, I would have put Daniel Radcliffe in there because hmm. he's been in some weird ass movies lately. Hmm. Do you see the one where he plays the corpse? No. I'm behind on my Daniel Radcliffe movies. I gotta get... I, I recommend that one. It's the oddest thing I've ever seen in my life. And I can't say that it's good, but I I can say that it's worth watching just to watch him be a corpse the whole way through, and he's completely a character in it. The entire, it's the weirdest movie I have ever seen, maybe. Except for that, that one Italian one where they eat poop with a spoon. Um, Salo. Yeah, but don't oh. watch that one. That one's just too much. It doesn't seem like it's for me. <laughs> um, 
I could watch Naked Lunch on a I, weekly basis. This one is up there with Naked Lunch. Yeah. Awesome. What is the name of that? Let me think. You talk. I'll I'll figure out what the name of that is. I'll just start naming things that are sitting on top of your roll top desk. Okay, look. Let's see. You can't bong. see what's here. You don't have it blurred. There's a bong. There's a book. I don't know what that book is. It looks like it has a stoker sticker on it. <laughs> that would be me. Because I get all the stickers. I don't have any stickers. Hey, where to go on that sticker? <laughs> Sorry. There's a skeleton handle. Uh, skeleton hand holding a candle. Uh, another bong. Swiss Army Man. Oh, okay. That's what that is. Oh. Right, you like it, I think. Well, you won't like it. You will um, be interested by it and disturbed by it, and uh, and a little sad in the end, maybe. Oh, I saw 1917. Oh, I've been meaning to see that one. Pretty good. Is it? That compelling film. The uh, the war movie, fucking dude stories. Are you a fan of? Uh, intricately designed and contrived long scene, like one shot. Sure, why not? No, good, good. I wonder what's the longest like one shot scene they did on that movie. There's a Russian movie that tells like a whole story that goes a hundred years. I can't think what it's called because I never remember anything, but it starts at one end of a museum and wanders through the museum, through the whole thing as a single shot. That was pretty cool. It was boring. It was like watching paint dry, but um, you know, the camera never made a cut. <laughs> so, <laughs> remember, remember when you made a movie? Yeah, I do. What was that? Lady, was she Russian? There was a Russian lady in the movie. Yeah, she was really good. Yeah, she was so Way angry. Better than, than we be, we deserved. She for what awesome. we did. Did you see it? Yeah, you, you 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 let me watch it. You sent me a link to it. Oh, all right. Yeah, she was good. She scared the crap out of me. Yeah, I totally don't have a crush on her or anything <laughs> like that. Yeah, she was a big like Shakespearean star in Romania or Russia. Or, well, Romania was part of Russia at the time we made that. We should probably do our ending thing. Yeah, yeah, maybe got some good stuff down. Yeah, we did. We we may have to trim it back a little. Oh yeah, yeah, we're getting trimmed down nice and smooth. Before we go, I just want to remind our listener to support independent publishers and authors. Buy their books, leave them reviews, and heck, even read those books. Make make your friends read them, too. So, and then on that note, I guess um, this is a point in the podcast where we say... Good night! I'll see you in hell. Oh. I thought, I thought we were doing... I see, I'll hilarious. See That's hilarious. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. Alright, so I'm gonna I'm gonna stop recording and then we can dish on my real list of people that should be forced to dig their own graves at gunpoint. Erase it. <laughs> <laughs>